Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Hey, everybody, it is National Kissing Day. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss, baby. No tongue. With tongues? No tongues. Oh. I got a kissing booth set up. Setting up a kissing booth for a dollar a smooch. Hucker up, Buttercup. Hucker up, baby. Hucker up, baby. Happy National Kissing Day. It's showtime. In this day and age, we're getting into beefs with food, like the weekend versus Oreos. Also, Kevin Costner's divorce could very well cost him big. Get to both those stories here in a bit, but first, let's begin this hour's E! News with Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg this morning. All right, so this is interesting. If this were to happen, might be uh, looking at a billionaire brawl here. Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are talking about having a cage match, and there are people who think they are really wanting to throw down. This is how it started. Zuckerberg's Meta is working on a new social media platform that one executive referred to as, quote, sanely run. It's a sanely run alternative to Twitter. Oh, sanely run. Sanely run alternative to Twitter. So on Tuesday, Musk responded to some posts about it by saying, quote, I'm up for a cage match. If he is. And Zuckerberg responded, quote, send me location. Oh, boy. Musk has suggested they do it in the octagon in Vegas. And this all could be metaphorical, but a spokesperson for Meta is suggesting Zuckerberg is willing to engage in an actual physical fight. In case you didn't know, Mark is into jujitsu. I actually dead. did know that. And I had that was my first thought. Like, does Elon Musk know that Mark Zuckerberg's a little more experienced in that area? But is he? We don't we don't know what Elon knows. And I mean he is friends. He's very good friends with Joe Rogan, so he's got an in with MMA fighting. He may be getting trained and we don't even know about it. Is Joe Rogan gonna fight for him? <laughs> Nobody knows people yeah, and can help them. Help coach them. Yes, of yeah. course. Who yeah. knows? Maybe he's already, you know, been working out. We just don't know, Jeff. Uh, is it really going to deteriorate into know. that? How embarrassing. <laughs> All right. Well, another E! News this morning. Kevin Costner's in a battle of his own with his wife, Christine. He was stunned by this when she left him. Yeah, I guess so. And now, to add insult to injury, she wants $248,000 a month in child support for their three children. I mean, I, I had to look this up. I forget that he's got young children with him. Oh, yeah, he's got three. Yeah, 13, 14, and 16. And, I mean, when you do the math there, that's only $3 million a year. He's that's not. What was that all? Well, $250,000 a month times 12. Well, in court documents, Christine says that's actually less than she needs to maintain the children in their accustomed lifestyle. How are you spending? Okay, so that's just for the kids. That's eighty grand per 
per month per kid. And does that include, you know, private school? And- no. No, that's separate. That she, in addition, she also wants Kevin to pay 100% of the private school tuition, extracurricular activities, sports, and healthcare expenses. Uh, no mention of spousal support, I noticed, though, in Christine's filing. She says Kevin's 2022 income was $19.5 million and the family's net income after all expenses and taxes was about $7.6 million. And she wants three of it. Yeah. uh, Court documents filed by Kevin's attorneys say that he's already paid her a million dollars as is stipulated in their prenuptial agreement. So he's honored that. He agrees to also pay $38,000 a month in child support in addition to 100% of certain child-related costs, which I suspect are outlined in the agreement. And he also agrees to pay $30,000 a month for a rental home for Christine. And a ten thousand dollar advance for moving expenses. Does she work at all? Does she have a? Does she, I, think I don't she's even know what full time full full time wife home. mom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, he's got the money to take care of the kids. Well, I, I, he you thinks know, why he is taking care of it. He's like, how much money do these kids uh, need? What do they need? They didn't cost that much when they were <laughs> living with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is the question. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Like, how did they suddenly become more expensive when they went to live with you full time? <laughs> that's why I want to see the breakdown. That's why I want to see the list. What are they What are they eating? What are their hobbies? What are they, do, you know, what is it, what is it that they need $80,000 each a month for? Yeah. Because, you know, you would think $248,000 a month would cover the private school tuition, the extracurricular activities, the sports, the healthcare expenses, and everything else. I mean, they're spending twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight hundred dollars a day each of the kids. Yeah, on what? <laughs> on what? I want to be friends with those kids. I know, me too. <laughs> say I could live on five years of one month of her. Yeah, you know, right? Right. You're gonna find out things about your spouse that you didn't even see coming. You know, I just found out my wife doesn't like when I read. Anything, a book, a magazine, a cereal box. If my wife sees me reading, she doesn't think, oh, he needs some quiet time. No, she thinks, oh, he's bored. Let me tell him a story about my sister at work. (laughs) Oh, he's reading a book, he must be really bored. Let me tell him about my mom's new lease agreement on her apartment. The other time she likes to talk is late at night when I get into bed, put my head on the pillow, and turn out the lights. That's when she likes to talk about cancer, child abductions, and the end of days. Whatever bad news she gathered up during the day, she's going to sprinkle on my side of the bed until she unloads and starts to snore. That's Tom Papa from his Netflix special, What a Day. This is easily one of the weirdest celebrity home invasion (laughs) stories ever. 
So on Monday afternoon, cops were called to Pierce Brosnan's house in Malibu because a guy was spotted cleaning himself in Pierce's outdoor shower. What, his hands? Did he get his hands dirty in the mud or something? Evidently, the guy had just dropped a deuce on (laughs) Pierce's neighbor's yard. Hmm. And didn't have any leaves or anything? I guess not. And we just got through talking about bidets yesterday. Uh-huh. Evidently, there was not one available. In the yard, but there was the shower. Yeah, so the cops roll up, but uh, the cops roll up. He tried to run. They caught him, and he was arrested and booked on a burglary charge for stealing Pierce's water. For stealing water. There you go. I didn't even thought, yeah. I mean, if a worker uses your water spigot or hose or something to get a drink or whatever. I didn't realize, I guess, technically that's stealing. Stealing your property. It's taking your stuff. I'll tell you what, though. There is nothing like an outdoor shower. That one time I went to Costa Rica, the place that I stayed, all the showers were outside. So you walk into the bathroom and it's a regular bathroom and then there's a door where you step outside into the shower and it's in the jungle. Oh, I so see. So it's yeah, covered. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's covered by jungle. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that was That's just, cool. oh, it was so cool. I think this is one of those showers that you use to like wash off the yeah. sand after you've come in from the beach. Yeah. Probably yeah. not as. They had one of those well, yeah. at the, yeah, at the park that I was at when I went to that nudist thing. And it was just kind of out in the middle of the field. And so naked people were walking up and just showering in the middle of this Oh, yeah. Did, field. We, did we find out why he was deucing on the neighbor's lawn? Uh, we have no details on that. Okay. If he just had to go there or if yeah. he was, like, making a statement. Right. I yeah. mean, Malibu's not a great place. Uh, l- let's say, for example, like, if you're experiencing homelessness, that's not a very accessible place to be. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, you got like, I mean, the Pacific Coast Highway, which is a multi-lane roadway, and then you got those houses that are all crammed together on the coastline. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of facilities. Yeah. Yeah. Along that stretch. Hmm. Well, the weekend, I have not seen his new HBO show, The Idol, but critics have been slamming it, and supposedly there's slamming it. There's a couple uh, love scenes that are that. Some people have watched him in these sex scenes and say they're the worst sex scenes ever in a TV show or movie ever. Wow. And it has completely ruined their whole fandom of the weekend. Wow. Like they just can't even look at him anymore mm. after seeing these. Now, I'm not sure what all. I did hear there were some internal battles amongst the producers and some of the actors. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Trouble on the set. Yeah, and and we have heard that HBO was canceling it. And the Oreos Twitter account said under that news that they would be canceling the idol. Oreos Twitter account said, finally, some good news. Oh. (laughs) So the weekend got wind of the tweet yesterday. (laughs) And he replied, OF, they've been talking bleep. But before a full-on war could erupt, the weekend squashed it. He said, nah, I can't beef with you, Oreo. Too many beautiful memories. I'm dunking you in some champagne tonight. Okay. So he stopped it. But that's kind of funny. That's good. It's got to hurt, though. Like, you know, your favorite Oreos, treat as a kid is man, they don't like coming my after show. you. Just in your show. I know. Yeah. I'm going to have to look up, see how bad that mm-hmm. love scene is. By the way, he... Uh, 
He's going by his real name now. He's, yeah. a, he's abandoned the weekend, even though we're just going to keep saying that so you know who the hell we're talking about. Yes. But Abel. Is Abel what? I don't know how you say it. Tesfaye? Tes, that's how I would guess. Tesfaye. Abel Tesfaye. 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 I don't know. Wagyu. <laughs> Wagyu. 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 So this is kind of funny. Sometimes an actor will make a mistake, like a pronunciation that we just did, mm-hmm. that that doesn't that that doesn't just make it into the final movie or TV show, but actually becomes kind of a, a moment of genius. Yeah. And I'll give you some examples of that. On Breaking Bad, when Walt kidnapped Holly, and she called out for her mom. Hmm. That was the child actor calling out for her real mother. Oh, God. So she was, like, scared? <laughs> it wasn't scripted, but Brian Cranston had the presence of mind to just go with it. Yeah. That's great. And I've heard that about some actors who, even if there's a little mistake, they'll keep powering through the scene mm-hmm. just in the event that there is some sort of unexpected genius behind it. Like, it's it's probably wrong, and we probably won't use it, but let's just... Let's see. Finish the scene, and then we'll take a look at it and see mm-hmm. if we need to do it again. And the Princess Diaries. Uh, Maya wasn't meant to slip on the bleachers. They were wet because it had just rained, and Anne Hathaway, the actress who played her, went down by accident. But it was so <laughs> funny, they're like, leave it in. Keeping it. Yeah, uh, Dustin, Dustin Hoffman's classic line, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> From the movie Midnight Cowboy was uh-huh. completely improvised. Like he's trying to cross the street in Midtown Manhattan. He almost gets hit by a cab and he slams on the hood. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> totally improvised. That's great. Yeah, they were walking across an actual busy street and the cab uh, almost hitting them was not part of the scene. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so funny. I mean, that's an iconic line. And it wasn't even scripted. wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Phil, tripping on a broken step on Modern Family. That was a running joke that occurred by accident. Hmm. During season one, the actor, Ty Burrell, was running down the stairs and tripped and ad-libbed the line, got to fix that step. And that became like a thing that they just used, you know, that like a clumsy thing he yeah. was kind of known for throughout yeah. the rest of the series. They're like, let's let's go with that. Yeah. Victoria Justice, struggling to catch the microphone in the opening credits of Victorious. That was a screw-up. Why did the Joker lick his lips so much in The Dark Knight? Oh, yeah, with Heath Ledger? Yeah, because Heath Ledger, the actor, was trying to keep his makeup from coming off. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's kind of a sick... That's that's his big move. His big... I mean, when you think... When you picture the the joke, him as the Joker, that's what you picture is his tongue. Right. Yeah. And it was so beautifully creepy. Oh, God, it was. <laughs> yeah, he did such an amazing job. You remember that old movie, Mrs. Doubtfire, of with course. Robin Williams? Unfortunately. Yes. Okay, so Robin <laughs> Williams was supposed to push his face into a cake in Mrs. Doubtfire, but the frosting dripping into Mrs. Selner's tea was a happy accident, apparently from the from the heat, from the lights. Oh, melted wow. It and okay. That's why that happened. Oh, that's funny. I actually have audio of another one. So in the movie Clueless, Cher pronounces the word Haitians as Hadians. 
during a school presentation. Canadians. Yeah. And it turns out that's how the actress Alicia Silverstone really thought the word <laughs> was supposed to be pronounced. Uh, Hadians. Well, I can see that. Yeah, here it is. Should all oppressed people be allowed refuge in America? Share? So, okay, like right now, for example, the Hadians need to come to America. <laughs> But some people are all, what about the strain on our resources? And in conclusion, may I please remind you that it does not say RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. (laughs) So anyway, the the director heard her pronounce Haitians as Hadians (laughs) and decided not to correct her. I would totally let that one go, too. Yeah. Perfect for the movie. He wanted her to sound naturally confident when she mispronounced it. And it's so damn funny. That's great. So anyway, that's just a few examples. Doesn't though the Q clue, doesn't it? Doesn't that kind of make you wonder? It's like, you know, acting could be fun. Maybe, maybe. Uh, you had fun with your maybe roles. I, I yes, I J. have J. enjoyed JJ Pa really went in on some of that She's stuff. Passionate about cats. You really went there. I did, yeah, I didn't hold back. With that character. I didn't I really felt it and I, you know, tried to put myself there in the moment. I'm walking here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm really excited about chapter four today at seven forty. Yeah? Yeah. Brand new chapter. Your chance to solve the mystery of Taylor Swift's missing cat. Yes. Could mean four tickets for you. At the July first show, right? Saturday, Saturday night show, show at mm-hmm. Pecor Stadium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. So episode four, chapter four, will air at 740. Pay attention to the details because we're going to ask you questions yep. throughout the Very day. Very exciting. So in case you didn't know this, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom have had a sober pact since shortly after President's Day. Katy said, we did this because he's shooting a movie in London right now that's taking every ounce of his focus. And so I wanted that opportunity to be supportive it's really hard to do anything, whether that's doing a cleanse or a reset, unless your partner's doing it. So doing it together makes it so much easier. She says being 38, she likes to have these reset moments to balance the intensity of her career and having a toddler who loves to run. Hmm. So look, at it. it is hard to drink when you have little ones because their timing just sucks. They, you know, that one night you decide to go out with friends and tie one on. Right. You know, first first thing that happens is you get home at 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning and they wake up and decide they want to be up. Oh, boy. And then you finally get them to sleep and then you wake up the next morning with a horrible headache and hangover and that's the day that something goes awry with them hmm. and requires a little extra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you don't have Disney Plus, right? I do have Disney Plus. Of course I do. Star Wars. Are you watching Marvel's new... Secret Invasion? I have not. So I guess that's generating a lot of controversy for its title sequence. Okay. And it's all because they chose to use AI to create it, which kind of fits the theme of the show. It's it's about shape-shifting aliens called Skrulls and the fact that you never really know who's actually human and who's not. <laughs> but a lot of the fans don't like it because they think it looks like garbage. No. And perhaps more importantly, others are upset that Marvel took the job of creating the title sequence away from actual human animators. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, if you watch the show, just, you know, pay extra attention to the opening credits. Some people actually think it looks pretty cool. 
but they probably could have gotten something just as cool, if not cooler, out of a out of an actual human artist. Yeah, yeah. That's what I hate to see is people losing jobs, especially creative people. You know. Yeah. Well, there was a, there was actually a museum exhibition at the New York Museum of Modern Art that was, and I wanted to go to it, but I, it was too late. I couldn't make it out there. But they had an actual exhibition at the Museum of Modern Art on James, the, the opening title sequences of James Bond movies, mm, which are mm. very unique. You yeah. know, they always they always have these really cool sort of sexy special effects. And, With bullets flying across the screen in slow motion. Yeah, and water shots and things <laughs> like that. And I, I guess those were created by this particular uh, human animator graphic artist guy. That, yeah. It was very sort of cutting edge and innovative for its time. And so they actually had like some kind of exhibition based on that that I wanted to see. Hmm. That's the kind of art I'm into. Cool. <laughs> Title sequences. Title sequences, whatever. They are very cool, though. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. To all my friends that get drunk and then at the end of the night they want to get fast food. But I'm never more annoyed than when I'm at the drive-thru and there's drunk people in the back seat, right? <laughs> they always order better than you. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's always somebody in the back just like, hey, give me a seven. And we're in a seven. And we're tell him, tell the guy, and we're in a seven. Tell the guy, hey, you, you tell him to tell the guy, I want a seven. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Why? Why would I be quiet? Why? <laughs> if, you know what? Maybe if I didn't want seven, then I'd be like, but I do. <laughs> I do. I want a seven. Shh, be quiet. Why? I already ordered the seven. If you order the seven, then we're going to get two sevens. I don't want two sevens. Uh, I don't want two sevens. I want one seven, okay? Maybe if I wanted two sevens, I would get a 14, okay? But I don't. I don't want that. You do the math. I don't want that. Michelle. Yes. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How you doing this morning? I'm doing great. How about you? Excellent. All right. I got your three headlines here. Two of them are fake. One of them is real. And if you can pick the real one, you are going to get to go to Smoothie King. We got a $50 gift card for you. Okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. So here we go. Which one is real? Is it A? Man busted for solicitation was carrying 127 condoms in his fanny pack. Was it B? Woman detained by police admits she stole neighbor's porn collection. Or C, a thief is arrested and then a sex toy falls out of his pants. Um, let's go with C. C, you're right. It's you got C. It. How did that get right. there? Oh, no, no. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're too embarrassed to purchase naughty items from a Target, so you steal them. I didn't know they had naughty items at Target. Where's that section? Family planning. Oh, well. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Just know that it's worse to have the cops catch you with them outside. Gotcha. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, 46-year-old man from Florida. Of course. Named David Romero was caught shoplifting items from a Target on Monday. He bought some groceries, but he did not pay for other items, including a pink vibrator, condoms, personal lubricant, and several sexual enhancement products. I have never seen this section at Target, and I thought I've been up and down every single aisle. Well, so this is the news Florida to me. Target. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's a different it's probably right next door to a strip joint. <laughs> it so. probably is. Anyway, he was uh, caught on surveillance footage, and the cops were called. They cornered him in the parking lot and arrested him. As they tried to get him into the police car, the pink vibrator fell out of his pants. <laughs> and in the cops' chest cam video, you can see it on the ground. Oh, no. Vibrating. Oh, no, because, of course, when it fell, they hit the button. I guess. <laughs> Romero Oops. faces one count of petty theft, one count of grand theft, and four counts of larceny. He's being held on a bond of 3000 bucks. Yeah. I wonder what the quality of those items at Target is. I don't know. They got yeah. good stuff every, in every other aisle. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> well. <laughs> Jen will be at the Oakley Target. I'm at, so uh, I'm like, really? Yeah. Where? <laughs> is, mean, it in with, is it in like, you know, with the... With maxi pads? Is it in that section? Is it it's over there by well, the, the two out pharmacy of four of those will be in the family planning re- yes, area. Yes, exactly. The That's two, what I'm wondering. Know. Over by the sporting goods section. Yeah, maybe there, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Seasonal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you had that option, you know, maybe they only do it in select stores in certain parts of the country. Right. Where that particular community is okay. With that. We're selling there. them in, in that venue. Sure. Would you prefer to purchase it up the street here at this Oakley Target? No. You'd rather go to a place that specializes. I think I would order it online because with oh. my luck, that's where I'm going to run into people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. But back in the day, though, you used to hit up the Hustler store. No? Oh, th- not? I don't think I've been. Oh, the uh, yeah. What's the one up the The one road. in Monroe. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. That's a great place to go for, like, costumes and accessories. Like, there was one year for Halloween, I dressed up with two friends, and we were sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Right. And I was sex. So I went went and bought, I had a flogger, and I had these handcuffs and all of these fun little accessories. Yeah, they're for a party. It was for a party. (laughs) Because at least in that environment... You know, if you run into someone you know, you're like, well, what are you doing here? Exactly. That's true. Right. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.